0: Let's have some fun with things that rhyme. Welcome kids, it's poetry time! Hip,
1: hip hooray! Hip, hip hooray! Hip, hip hooray!
0: Welcome everyone to Kids Poetry Club, with me, Little Dutty Donuts. I'm on my way into the club to make sure that Queenie, Chicken and Hedgehog made it back safely from their morning hike. They set off before the sun rose and should be back by now. I'm sure they had a wonderful time together. Seeing as I'm not quite at the club, why don't we take advantage of this time to do our registration? This is where you get to shout out your name and get a club point for being here. So, on the count of three, shout out your name so that I can hear you through your phone, computer or radio. Let the drum roll begin. Here goes. One, two, three. Excellent. Well, I've arrived at the club. Let's head inside and see what's going on. Hi, Queenie.
1: Little Dazzy Donuts, welcome back to the club. It's really lovely to see you bright and early on such a glorious day.
0: Gosh, it smells nice in here.
1: It does. What your finely tuned nostrils are picking up there is this wondrous smell of hedgehog's pancake mastery. Nobody cooks pancakes quite like hedgehog, and when you get back from a long hike, they're the perfect way of filling an empty tummy and recharging drained batteries. And the good news, little Dazzy Donuts, is that we saved a pancake just for you. Here, come sit down. Pour on plenty of warm maple syrup and enjoy the glory of hedgehog pancakes.
0: Well, that sounds fantastic. Thank you. So where is hedgehog?
1: Oh, they finished their pancakes and went off to bed with a big syrupy grin on their face. Even though our day is just starting, hedgehogs is just finishing and it's time to sleep again, ready to go hunting for slugs around the gardens tonight. It's all the fun of being nocturnal. Oh, before I forget, here, have a cup of tea to wash down your pancake.
0: Thank you so much. Now, how was your hike this morning?
1: It was fan Donuts! As you know, we set off before the sun rose because we wanted to watch it peek out above the mountains. So we walked through the town and then down the hill to cross over the river before we climbed up to the top of the next hill over by the park there's a bench up there and we sat and watched the morning sunrise. Oh, it was so wonderful to see those first rays of sunlight appear and to hear the birds singing out to welcome in a new day.
0: It sounds fantastic.
1: It was. It was also very eye-opening.
0: Because it was early in the morning?
1: Well, I suppose so, yes, but it was also eye-opening because our hike took us up and down hills and over rivers. And as we did that, Hedgehog was asking us all sorts of questions, like, why do we have hills and valleys, and why do rivers bend and not always flow in a straight line, and what's underneath the grass that we're walking on? They were really great questions, and to be honest, we didn't have many good answers. For example, and I have a lot of examples that I could choose from, our answer to that question of why do rivers sometimes bend? was that the water would find it boring if we always flowed in a straight line. We all giggled at that answer.
0: I'm sure you did. So what are you going to do about all of the questions?
1: Well, we promised Hedgehog that we'd try to find out the real answers while they're asleep, and then we can chat all about them this evening. At the moment, they're written down on this piece of paper here. By any chance, do you know the answers to any of them?
0: Let's take a look. Um... Sadly, I don't. But I know someone who would. How about you phone up Digger Don? He teaches geography at the local school. I'm sure that he'll know the answers.
1: What a great idea! First, I'll make sure that I've written down all of the questions. And while I do that, do you have any poems that we could listen to?
0: I do. Actually, I have three with me from our recent competition on Fun in the Sun. I know I'll play this one first. It comes from Mia in France, and Mia's poem is called Summer. Here, I'll play it for you now.
1: I love summer. It's my favourite season, going to my grandma's or to the beach. But my favourite thing to do is playing with my friends.
0: A big thank you, Mia, for your lovely poem. It certainly sounds like you had a fun summer. When I was young I would often stay with my grandparents who had a caravan by the seaside and so I'd be able to visit them and also enjoy the beach. But I totally agree with your final line that the favourite thing about summer is playing with friends. There are just so many long sunny days to enjoy. Thank you so much for sharing all of that with us through your poem and for sending it into the club. Okay, up next we have a poem from Grace in Singapore. And Grace's poem is called Fun Summer Sunday. Let's listen to the poem now.
1: A day in the summer such a bummer Because it's raining cats and dogs I really want to have some fun Under the blazing hot, hot sun Oh look, the sun has risen up It's time for me to skip and play get scotched winning hopscotch, and even say hooray. The sun is still very high, so I really want to fly. I don't have wings, so I might as well do other things. let water slide and sky glide. Rain or shine, any Sunday is fine.
0: A big thank you, Grace, for your fun poem. It can be such a shame to wake up on a summer's day to find that it's raining. And like in your poem, it can be easy to then start thinking about all of the things that you'd rather be doing outside. What I really like about your poem is that the rain quickly goes away, and you can then have all of the fun you want playing hopscotch, going on the water slide, and all of the other possibilities. Thank you so much for sharing all of that with us through your poem, and for reading it so nicely. Okay then, Queenie, how's it going listing all of your questions for Digger Don, the geography teacher?
1: I'm definitely ready. I'll call him up now.
2: Hi, this is Digger Don.
1: Hi, Digger Don. It's Queenie down at Kids Poetry Club.
2: Oh, hi, Queenie. How can I help you today? Well,
1: my friend Hedgehog has a lot of geography questions that I don't know the answers to. And I was wondering if you might have a few answers that I could pass on to them.
2: Ah, geography questions. Great. Well, I'll do my best. What questions does Hedgehog have then?
1: Well, the first one was about what's underneath the soil and grass that we see on our hikes. I mean, we know that there's grass on the top and then there's soil and stones under that. But is it soil and stones all the way down?
2: Ah, interesting one. No, not soil and stones all the way down at all. If you dig down, you'll eventually come to rock. In some places, you don't have to dig at all, though. But rocks in other places may be deep down beneath the surface. I mean, if you look in some mountainous areas, you might notice that the valleys could have steep sides. But they've got flat bottoms. Those flat bottoms really aren't the bottom of the valley because the mountainside continues down deep and the flat bottoms cover up a lot of soil and stone. But the rock is still there, perhaps, though, many hundreds of meters below.
1: Whoa, that's very interesting. But if that's what's down under the grass, why is it everywhere flat? When we go on our hikes, we're always going up hills and down hills. Why does the landscape look the way it does? And why are there hills with valleys?
2: Well, that's because not all the rocks are the same. Rocks, as you might have noticed, can be all sorts of colors and have all sorts of different characteristics. For instance, some of them break in different ways. And they're made up of different materials. Some types of rock are harder than others, and soft rocks can easily be worn away. Perhaps it's by a river flowing across it. Now, that will gradually change the shape of the landscape, and if the river goes on flowing for long enough, it could gradually gouge out a valley. Now, in other places where there's snow and ice for a lot of the year, the ice gathers in glaciers. And these glaciers slide, but when they do that, they rub away at the ground that they move over. And, over long periods of time, thousands of years really, the glacier can gouge out a deep valley.
1: That is fascinating, Digger Don. Now, has it always looked that way? And if not, why does the landscape change?
2: The landscape, in fact, is always changing. Admittedly, it's usually so slowly that we don't notice it, but some things change the landscape a little faster. For instance, there are places where the sea washes against the bottom of cliffs, and if the cliffs are made out of soft rock, it can cause the cliffs to collapse and fall into the sea. And in deserts, the wind blows sand around, and that forms sand dunes. But the dunes never stay the same shape. Sometimes, very rarely, there are sudden changes in the landscape when a volcano erupts, for instance. Now, Queenie, when I was a boy, yes, don't laugh. There was a day when Diggadon was a boy. A volcano erupted under the sea. It was very near Iceland. And after a few weeks of this eruption, Iceland found itself with a new island.
1: How amazing to think that the landscape could change slowly. So right now, I'm sitting in Kids Poetry Club, and in thousands of years' time, where I'm sitting could be somewhere else entirely. Gosh, that must mean that the rocks beneath me have been around for a long, long, long time. Is there any way of knowing just how long?
2: The one that probably is the most interesting... Is a method known as radiometric dating. And those methods, those radiometric dating techniques, work because some of the elements in a rock gradually decay. Now, that means that they change from one element into another. One example is uranium. Uranium, over a long period of time, decays to turn into lead. Scientists can measure the amount of uranium there is in a rock, and how much lead there is in a rock. If there is much more uranium than lead, then they know that the rock is younger than one that's got mostly lead and very little uranium. Scientists also know how quickly a piece of uranium takes to decay into lead. So they can use that knowledge, along with how much lead and uranium it has, to calculate the age of the rock.
1: Okay, well I just have one more question left. When we were on our hike this morning, we noticed that the river through town doesn't exactly flow in a straight line. It bends and curves and in one place almost doubles back on itself. Why do rivers flow where they flow and why don't they flow in a straight line?
2: Rivers are just trying to do one thing, that is to flow downhill. If there's something in the way, for the time being, they'll just go round it. So the river changes where it flows. Once a river starts to flow in a curve, over time it might change to flow in even more of a curve and make a tighter bend still. They'll turn left and right and back on themselves and See the sorts of patterns that Hedgehog was on about.
1: Wow, this has been really helpful, Digger Don. Thank you so much. I've learned loads, and Hedgehog is going to be so happy that I now have all the answers to their questions.
2: Oh, that's great, Queenie. Call any time you or Hedgehog have any questions.
1: Oh, I really will do. Thank you so much. Bye for now.
2: Bye, bye. Take
1: care.
0: Okay then Queenie, how did it go with Digger Dawn?
1: It went so well. He gave a great answers to all of Hedgehog's questions, and so now I just need to write these down so I don't forget them.
0: Excellent. Well while you do that, how about I play another poem from our recent Fun in the Sun competition? I have one here that was written by Desha in the United Kingdom, and Deisha's poem is called "A Summer of Fun in the Sun." Let's listen to the poem now.
1: Today I'm making the most of the sun by going for a peaceful sunny run. When I'm playing in the paddling pool, my dad fixes a car with his handy tool. Then I harvest a juicy grown pear as butterflies flutter around me here and there. In the meadows, daisies bloom as drones in the sky zoom and zoom. Hares and rabbits bounce around when other children in the park make a noisy sound. While we walk in Burley Park, everyone's spirits rise by a happy spark. In the sun, hedgehogs bask while my brother completes his treasure hunt task. Now summer holidays are coming to an end. New stationery for school, money to spend.
0: A big thank you, Disha, for your creative poem. You did a wonderful job of describing so many of the fun things that you can do on a sunny day. As I sit here today with the rain coming down outside, your poem really made me long for a day, just like the one you described, with butterflies, pears, rabbits, walks, and so much more. Thank you for capturing all of that in your poem and for sending it into the club. Okay then, Queenie, how's it going with writing down all of the answers?
1: They're all written. Gosh, Hedgehog is going to be so delighted with everything we've learned. We could chat all about it on our hike tonight, and most likely we'll think of even more questions. I hope Digger Dawn is ready for another phone call tomorrow. Something tells me that he's going to be hearing from us a lot more, but that's all for tonight and tomorrow. First, we have to wash up all the breakfast plates and then head out into the garden.
0: I'd love to join you. First, though, I want to say a thank you to everyone for being at the club today, especially the three poets that we featured, Disha, Grace and Mia. Thank you all for writing such amazing poems and for sending them into the club. Don't forget that there are lots of ways to join in with the club. If you go to kidspoetryclub.com, you can read hundreds of poems for kids and poems written by kids. You can also read all about our new competition on the topic of pets. We're already accepting poetry and art all about pets, and you can send yours into the club today. We can't wait to see what you send in. It's been so lovely spending time with you. Thank you for joining me, Queenie, Chicken, and the amazing... Digger Don, the geography teacher. I hope you enjoyed yourself and hope you'll be back for more next time the club meets. Join us again next week when we'll be announcing the winners from our recent Fun in the Sun competition. As always, let's finish with our short goodbye poem. We've had some fun with things that rhymed. Goodbye, kids. Until next time. This is Little Dassy Donuts saying... Keep priming.